Hello, Wenatchee. You're listening to Core Community Radio, and this is the eighth episode of Classic Jazz Travels. My name is Doug Anderson, and I'll be bringing you music from jazz's rich timeline, from the 1920s to the recent recordings made by today's jazz musicians. If you're new to jazz, I hope to give you some insight into what I hear and how I learned to listen to this really special and uniquely American music. Last week, we jumped with the big bands. This week, I want to celebrate the birthday of my favorite saxophonist, John Coltrane. John Coltrane was born on September 23, 1926, in Hamlet, North Carolina. According to the Coltrane bio on johncoltrane.com, he was always surrounded by music. John was influenced early by Lester Young and Johnny Hodges, but early recordings of him on alto suggest to me that the bop sounds coming from Charlie Parker influenced his playing as well. Serving in the Navy in World War II, John performed with the U.S. Navy Band. And if you search YouTube, there's a recording of Coco starring a then 19-year-old Train on alto. It's really good. After the war, Train performed with a number of groups. Teddy Stewart's Orchestra, Billy Valentine, Dizzy Gillespie, Thelonious Monk, and Paul Chambers, to name a few. But his coming out party began in the mid-50s with Miles Davis's quintet. Today we're going to stick primarily with John's own albums. First up is a song John recorded in May of 1957 at Rudy Van Gelder's Hackensack, New Jersey studio. Here's I Hear a Rhapsody. Thank you. 
That was the great John Coltrane with I Hear a Rhapsody from his 1958 prestige release simply titled Coltrane. John was joined by Red Garland on piano, Paul Chambers on bass, and Albert Heath on drums. This album has been re-released several times. I bought an original jazz classic CD titled Lush Life, but perhaps on your searches you can find an original pressing. Today, as in other episodes, I hope you can continue to focus on both isolating the main instruments so you can hear what each is playing, but also listen to the tone of the instruments, the lines improvised on each solo. We'll be listening to John's playing in a variety of ensembles from the mid-50s through the mid-60s. I hope you can hear John's progression. Next, we're jumping to a 1959 recording and another one of my favorite ballads. Here's John with Naima. Thank you. 
That was John Coltrane with Naima from his 1960 Atlantic Records release, Giant Steps. John was joined by Wynton Kelly on piano, Paul Chambers on bass, and Jimmy Cobb on drums. What a stirring tone. The relaxed pedal tones from the bass push gently, and the accompaniment from the other instruments is restrained but floats. Beautiful playing. Well, up next, John shares a date with John Cherry. Recorded in 1960, here's Bemsha Swing.
That was John Coltrane and Don Cherry with Bemsha Swing from their 1960 recording session, The Avant Garde. Between this 1960 recording and its release, John recorded several other albums. First up is something from his 1961 release, Ole Coltrane. Here's Dahomey Dance. Thank you. 
That was John Coltrane with Dahomey Dance from his 1961 Atlantic Records release, Olay Coltrane. John was joined by Freddie Hubbard on trumpet, Eric Dolphy on alto sax, McCoy Tyner on piano, Reggie Workman on bass, and the great Elvin Jones on drums and cymbals. I love how the song grooves along with the trio before the melody comes in. Elvin, Reggie, and McCoy set the song up perfectly, and as they approach the solo section, it just explodes into John's solo. It's a great example to me of John beginning to stretch out from the bop and post-bop sounds of the 40s and 50s and into his own imaginative sound. With that, here's John with Duke Ellington from 1962 with In a Sentimental Mood. Thank you. 
You're listening to Classic Jazz Travels, and today we're celebrating the birthday of John Coltrane. That was In a Sentimental Mood from the 1963 Impulse Records release, Duke Ellington and John Coltrane. With every listen, John's tone and Duke's twinkling piano nearly bring me to tears. That is such a beautiful version of the song. Next, we move to 1963, the year I was born, the year John F. Kennedy was killed. The civil rights struggle was boiling over. Here's John's tribute to the children killed in Birmingham, Alabama's 16th Street Baptist Church bombing. This is Alabama on Classic Jazz Travels.
That was John Coltrane with Alabama from his 1964 Impulse Records release, Coltrane, Live at Birdland. Can you hear the heartbreak in his playing? What a time to try to be an artist. Though the Civil Rights Act passed in 1964, the problems remained. I believe that John and many others were affected greatly by the violence happening all around the country. Some musicians' music became more political. Some became more introspective. Some more spiritual. Some fused the violence, tragedy, and hate with hope and joy to create something of great intensity. John did that with his suite, A Love Supreme. Recorded in 1964 at Rudy Van Gelder's studio, here's part one, Acknowledgement.
You're listening to Classic Jazz Travels, and I'm your host, Doug Anderson. That was part one, Acknowledgement, from John Coltrane's 1964 Impulse Records release, A Love Supreme. What a response to the times. Did you hear John's progression in just 11 years? Sadly, he passed away a short three years later in 1967. But thankfully, John left us with an incredible body of work. Well, it's about time to say goodbye for another week. I hope you enjoyed today's show. On the next episode, we're going to listen to the generation of saxophone players influenced by John Coltrane. I want to close with my favorite live Coltrane album, One Down, One Up, Live at the Half Note. It's beautiful and dark. The playing is furious from the start and builds and builds and builds into a storm. Try and listen to the lines each chorus and hear the arc of the solos and the interplay between the musicians. With Jimmy Garrison on bass, McCoy Tyner on piano, Elvin Jones on drums and cymbals. Here's John Coltrane from 1965 with Afro Blue. I hope you enjoyed the show. Happy birthday, Train.
You're listening to the music of John Coltrane. And of course, we're broadcasting direct from the half note 12 here at Hudson and...